Yes, guys, what's going on? And welcome back to the Joan and Football Podcast. I'm here with my cup of tea. Super relaxed podcast today. Lovely. I say that, I'm going to be fuming. I'm here with Shane Murray. Uh, big thank you to the uh, sponsored podcast of Skills Australia. Number one training equipment out there on the market. Do some cracking golf stuff as well. Yeah. Anyway, guys, welcome to episode 11, I believe it is, Shane. Yeah, we're flying. Guys, just, just bear with me. We're trying something new. So we have three different camera angles. There's me and Shane there, look. Give a wave to the camera there, Shane. Lovely. And then uh, we've got a second angle, which is me, and I've got my Liverpool top on today. And there's Shane Murray there from Ireland, F2 top, Lana Kennedy. And I'm hoping this works, guys, so that we don't have to edit it. No. So, guys, we're on the main camera here, Shane. First and, time. Uh, yeah, good little setup. Yeah, no, brilliant, yeah. Mix it up. Obviously, we don't have jewels today, so it's just a nice and cosy one. Yeah, just it's going to be, desert. you know what, though, I was saying, you know, obviously, because jewels. I don't want to use the word leaving. He's taking temporary leave from John Football. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be... This could be it. No, me and you, Shane. Could be, yeah. I have to change the logo, but the logo's right above your head there. Is it, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you, Shaz? Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Just back from coaching, so... Yeah, yeah, how are the sessions? Sessions were good. I think the session plan this week has been really good. I've loved it. I was going to say... You were coaching yesterday with me, so... Yeah, I was going to say, I, I love the session plan we did this week. Yeah, yeah. I think once once, once the session plans are right, it's, the sessions are always fly. Yeah, I love it. But I was um I was gonna say Shane that I we'll get on to talking about Liverpool later because Liverpool literally just played this morning. Yeah, bit of banter flying around the lads chat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love a nibble. I'd rather have a nibble, Shane, than be quiet. No, no. You, you know what I mean? You can't sit back and not though. I don't like especially you. you know what I mean, Tyson and Tyson and Ricky giving it loads. United weren't even in the Champions League. But get they're doing that for it. a reason, bro. Hey? They're doing that for a reason. I know. Because the Nordic, Ricky's you're not going to sit there. Ricky's a disgrace. You know what, Shane? I might phone that little... I'm going to swear to I might phone we that will. little twat later get him on the phone. See, what, see, see, see if they come on. Oi, we've never Say done that before. We will give someone a phone call. What's not a live call in. Oi, I've actually got a few shout-outs, actually, Shane. Yeah, Sorry, I know it's quite early on. Yeah. Um... I know that, honestly, loads of my mates back in the UK listen to our podcast. Loads of them. Like, they, they reply to... Whenever I share it on my personal page, they're like, keep the podcast coming, they're loving it. Yeah, see. So, I just want to just say thanks, really, for the support, because I am actually really enjoying doing the podcast at the minute, Shane. Yeah, no, I love it. The only reason why I say that is because I notice, like, when we clip them up and put them on socials, they do really well. Mm. And I just feel like, because Jonah Football's got quite a big platform now, yeah. And we're going to talk about a few controversial topics today, aren't we? That's it, yeah. I'm going to clip them up and put them on social media. Love it. You know what I mean? Chop them up, bro, and see what they do. It's going um, to get heated today, Shane, I reckon. How are you doing anyway? Anyway, back to my shout-out. Uh, no. Mark Williams, one of my oh, okay. best mates ever growing up. Yeah. Uh, legend. I know he listens to all the podcasts. Horrible, horrible Man United fan. Is he? Yeah. So, yeah, disgusting. Scumbag. I'm actually quite glad that he doesn't live in Australia because if him and Tyson combined... Send me up, send me over the edge, bro. Headache, that, innit? Yeah, yeah, Mark Williams, old proper legend. He was the one that proper got me into golf, actually. Does he? Funny enough, Is yeah. he a good golfer? Yeah, I think he's off, like, three or four. Yeah, play. Or, nah, Big I can't play. play. I batted him, like, I batted Would him. Would you? Yeah, Audible Man United fan. He obviously started chirping up now. They've won a couple of games. Does, uh, does Gunther listen? Gunther, bro, he is, he, honestly, he is dying to get on the podcast. We should get him on. No, I said to him, we'll get him in on a Zoom. Does is go, does Gunther play football? Or does he Yeah, oh he's Gunther proper proper player is back he, yeah? in the day. What's his real name? Mark. Mark Gunther. Marky boy. Yeah, yeah he's a legend. He We should do like a call in with him and see no, if just 100%, get him he's miles off it though. Is he? I yeah? play Call of Duty with him and some of the stuff he says to people online it <laughs> proper does me. It's so funny. Call of Duty. But he actually said he started coaching the other day. Did he? Yeah? And he was like, Lee, have you got any help 
for beginners, like five, six-year-olds. And I said, mate, the best thing I can do is just send you my app because it's got a whole beginner section on there. Yeah, yeah, If yeah. you're watching on YouTube, guys, you'll see that um, mine, and, mine and Shane's beautiful faces, but it's got a little app thing there in the corner. Give it a try, guys. Give the John Football app a try. It's, it's got everything you can think of. So I sent that to Gunther the other day. Um, um, it, it, he's a, he's a top lad, but definitely get him on a Zoom call. Yeah, we're getting him in. We're getting him in. You're, you're gonna get in soon, Gunther. Don't worry. Um, how are you doing anyway, Lee? I'm all right, mate. I'm Dude, just. Uh, have we we haven't done a podcast since since I was born, no? No, we haven't. No, yeah. No. How's everything going with that? Um, ha- I mean, I'll real talk Be honest. now. Be it's, honest. It's it's hard, man. Is it, mate? I underestimated. Like it was hard with Mia because Mia was premature. And super attached to Carolina and I, and still is. Mm. But, oh my God, it is hard, Shane. I, you know why it's hard? Because most people that would um, work a nine till five, they'll get six weeks off. Mm. And within that six weeks, that's when you start getting into a routine and you get used to it. I can't take time off, mate. Yeah. I can't do it. Because like, how busy are we with, with coaching and everything going on? Yeah, yeah. So I, that's the reason why it's hard, because I kind of have to still do all, all of this. I can't take any time off, but Zyla's a legend, mate. Yeah, yeah, she's a little beaut. She's is a it, legend. Is it hard, though, just because they're sleeping, is it? Like, you just, you're constantly wrecked? Honestly, Shane, I can't explain it to you until you yeah, hopefully yeah. one day have kids. It's just, you know, like, you know, like when you get a shower, yeah. you can't get that. Uh, when you want to just go on your phone or even have food, anything, you like, your time is just taken away. 24-7, is it? Hundred percent, especially because you've got I've got a a, a, a three week old and a three year old, mm. so there's like Mia needs eyes in the back of her head. We uh, sorry, Carolina and I like yeah, keep yeah, an eye yeah. on Mia, and then if Zyla's crying, like I'll give you an example, like yesterday, Carolina's decided to go back to work as well because she's a therapist. yeah. I was just talking to her, and I had Zyla and and Mia right. Everything was going sound just for one hour, right? Bang, Mia does an accident because she's. She's pretty much party trained, but she had an accident yeah. and she never does that. And Zyla started crying because she was hungry. Yeah, you need two extra hands. So I'm like, it. right, one one of you is going to have to take a sacrifice here. <laughs> so I had to obviously, Zyla had to stay, cry, uh, stay crying because I had to s- attend to Mia yeah, fully. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't hold Zyla whilst attending to Mia. Uh, it's just, that's what it's like. It's yeah. insane, you know. Nah, it's tough, bro, but you're doing, you're doing great together, so. Yeah, it's great, get through it. I'm blessed, mate. I'm so lucky. Got to get through super, it. Super, super blessed, man. Um, Shaz, there's one thing I want to talk about. All right. Uh, right. J- just for everyone listening, Lee was all week you've been coming with different stuff you want to talk about, and I feel like you just need this podcast to get stuff off your chest. No, there's a few. What's going on? There's a few things I want to get off my chest, Shane. Yeah, yeah. It's f- there's quite a few things, and I'm clipping it up and putting it on my social media as well. First one, because it's fresh on my mind, heading and tackling mm. in football is drifting out of the game. And I'll tell you why. One thing, we, what's, uh, we're working on in our Jonah Football Performance Programme in Sydney, our session topic this week is 1v1 defending, 2v2 defending, all about defending. Yeah. Everything, the fundamentals of defending, tackling, heading, clearing crosses, 1v1s, 2v2s, 1v2s, 2v1s, you name it, we're yeah. working on it this week, aren't we, Shane? Yeah, yeah. Kids these days don't want to tackle. No. Isn't it, Shane? 
100%. We can't get our players to tackle. We even designed the drill where we used the byline, narrowed off the smallest area possible. Sideline, yeah. Sideline, sorry, yeah. the sideline, to try and force our players to tackle. And they don't like doing it. No. There's only a handful of kids that will just go in for a big tackle. 100%. But flip it again, right? Want to talk? I want to talk about the Van Dyke tackle against Everton. And I've got a tackle here that I want to show you in the Celtic Rangers game. It's fizz, It's phasing out of the game. Mm. And heading as well. I want to talk about heading as well, Shane. Mate, the amount of people that whinge and moan that Van Dyke should have had a red card is one of the reasons why I think that we're not going to be allowed to tackle soon. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely a yellow card. I'm not being biased towards Liverpool, right? But he hasn't gone there for a, a career-ending tackle, Shane. He's gone to genuinely try and win the ball, and it was a terrible tackle. Van Dyke is miles off it at the minute, by the way. Yeah. He genuinely just went to go for the ball. Obviously, he studs up, That's and it was near his shin, right? That's why we wear shin, shin pads, mate. Yeah. If it's above the knee, then I get it, but there's no, there's no like, anger in his tackle. He's not going to do a Roy Keane to end his career. Mm. He's literally trying to win the ball, and there's people on social media crying out for it to be a red card. Yeah. And I just think, yeah, it was quite a dangerous tackle, but the more people cry about it, the more we're not actually going to be allowed to tackle in the future. What Definitely. do you think? I was talking to Jules about this this morning. I think when you, when v, like obviously VARs came in, when you slow everything down, everything looks yeah. way worse. Oh my God, what do you know what I mean? that was. Sorry. Definitely everything w- looks a lot worse. So like even the smallest things like that Ericsson one on the weekend where he's got pushed off the ball. When you slow it, remember he got that one? Yeah, and yeah. when you slow that down, you're like, oh, yeah, he probably hit his knee there, or he pushed his. It looks but, worse. But then in like real time, that's not a foul. Like, that's not a foul. Do you know what I mean? It's like I, I know what you're saying, but I just think with, with the camera and the way everything is done now, it's when you slow it down, it always looks worse. And like I feel like that with the Van Dyke tackle. Do you yeah, know what but I, mean? I I totally agree. VAR and stuff is definitely that's another discussion in itself, mm. right? But what I'm saying is. People whinging that it should be a red card. Mate, if people carry on moaning and whinging that that's a red, we're not going to be allowed to tackle in 10 years' time. You're going to flip and blow on a player and it's going to be a foul. I know, yeah. Mate, it is fizzling out of the game. And what's happening, it's, I, I want to talk about it from a coach's perspective, that's having a knock-on effect with young players. They don't want to tackle, mate. Why is that, though? I don't know. I reckon if we've seen more hard tackles... Just like this one, Shane, I want to get it up. Look at this. Ball, though, right? Mm. And just going back to what I was saying, he goes in with one foot as well. Like, for me, that in the Premier League would be a red card, I reckon. Yeah, With it VAR. It would, yeah. And he's won the ball and then took the man after it. So just go go back to why do you think that players like young players these that don't want to tackle? I think one because but, what they're seeing on TV. What are they seeing on TV? They're seeing that if anyone goes in hard on TV now, especially Premier League, mm. red card. So then they're thinking in their mind, I can't do that because I'm gonna get sent off. Yeah. Two, I think it's a fear factor. Definitely. Players are just scared. That's what I think. They're scared to get hurt. But it's got, that, that's what, when we go back to the last podcast, when I said, I feel like the world is just everything, this new generation is just so much a bit softer. It's gone soft, Do you yeah. know what I mean? And, and no one was just, 
I don't know. It's just a different, it's a different type of player that's coming through at the moment. But also, I've got another point, Shane. Number three, it's not coached enough. Players don't know how to tackle. Yeah, but I think it's because if you tackle, you'll be you'll be told not to do that. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Say if I smash you in training, like I say as a twelve year old, say, I reckon ninety nine percent of the coach would be like relax on that or don't do that do you know what I mean Yeah. so you're just completely like just squeezing that out of the game mm. do you know what I'm trying to say I feel like sometimes players might want to tackle but it's like they've been coached not to tackle it's just more like like don't go to the ground don't be aggressive don't be do you know Yeah. like that kind of stuff so I, feel, I don't know it's, it's but tricky. I just get frustrated because me and you growing up as youth players mate tackles would fly in flying in and a tackle at Anfield like that one we just seen there Celtic Rangers or even just use the that that derby Celtic Rangers. You know, that would get the crowd buzzing, bruv. Yeah. And and I, and I don't want to see that go out of the game. I don't want that to go out of the game. No. And the more people cry on social media, oh, I hate it when people ask for a red, ask for a red card. Yeah, no. Obviously, some incidents don't get me wrong deserve a red card, right? Yeah. But that Van Dyke one, people that are asking for that to be a red, are the people that don't want to see tackling in football. I know, yeah. Get out of here, man. It proper does my head in. 100%. Tackle, I think tackles can, as like, they lift the crowd. It can change a game for mm. you. Yeah, but yeah. what people don't realise and what the Premier League don't realise, the millions of people that watch the Premier League, it's having a knock-on effect with younger players. Yeah. Because we do it. We coach every single day. Young youth players, they cannot and don't want to tackle. But, so, do you think, though, because of the VAR now, players are, aren't as willing to tackle as aggressively because if they get it wrong, they know that it's going to be stopped. You know that people are going to be looking at it and there's, there's a chance that when you slow it down, like I said, do you know it'll look a lot worse? Oh, I feel like that's a big issue. Yeah, VAR, it could be the fourth point. And I think people are a lot more hesitant now to go and like smash someone rather than, do you know, they just might just stand up now and let... 100% because they can't get away with it. But it's that, it's that fear factor again. Like it's, yeah. It's bit In the Premier League, it's different, right? I get it. It's different. Like the Darwin Nunes headbutt, you go back without VAR and if the ref doesn't see it or the linesman doesn't see it, all good. Mm. All good. But with VAR, they're going to know what product gel you've got in your airmates. There's <laughs> that many cameras. Yeah, but that's playing a factor as well. Yeah. I just think like, remember the old old Stevie G going into tackles and that? that it's gone, mate. Yeah, it is. Gone. That was the best. Though. Yeah, exactly. I, I love that. I love them. So like when you watch back, like Premiership years and stuff, it's a joke. Bang! Like Ro- like Roy Keane tackling. It's it's part of the game. But I am I am sitting here now as a coach, and I'm worried mm. that in ten years' time, it's going to become a non-contact sport, mate. It's not far off. Honestly, honestly. So I, my my this is a cry and a shout out to everyone on social media. S- stop whinging about tackles, like. Mm. Because it's going to go out of the game and then everyone's going to be like, well, this is what you got. Once it's gone, everyone's going to be like, well, you were asking for it to be gone. Yeah, no, yeah. It's just part of it, isn't it? Mate, that Van Dyke tackle was a yellow card. He's mm. gone for the ball. He hasn't gone it, like, correct me if I'm wrong, Shane, but a red card should be when you go in either extremely high or two foot. Yeah. But the rules are constantly changing because if it should be a red, this, that and the other, it's a load of nonsense, man. Does my head in. Just with the heading... Obviously, we started talking about heading as well. I always say to the players, like, say you can spend a half an hour with a player teaching them techniques on heading and how we head it and what we should do, what 
like to do this with your body, use your arms and stuff. But for me, it just comes down to you either want to head the ball, or you don't want to head the ball. Do you know 100%. what I mean? 100%. So, like, one example I always give to the players is, is Sam Kerr. So, like, she's a striker from Matilda's. She scores a lot of her goals from her head. And the only reason is because she's probably one of the only goals that's in the box that wants to head, actually go and head the ball. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you'll see her, she's like one of the few that go and attack the header yeah. rather than just, oh, the ball comes to me and I'll, I'll just head it away. Yeah. So it's like the players that, like obviously I, I, that we coach, I always say like this is something that's got to be in you and it's not something that I can give you. Do you know what I mean? You've 100%. got to want to have the hunger to actually go and attack the ball. 100%. There's so many how many times have we said to our players, once you know where on your head to connect, it doesn't hurt. Yeah, no. So it goes back to that fear factor again of knowing how to do it properly. So say, for example, a young kid that's learning how to head, right? Cross comes in, cross comes in fast, spin on it, right? And they just, you know, absolute turtleneck it or yeah, yeah. put their head down and it catches them on the top of the head. And that hurts, man. Yeah, We've yeah. all been there. 100%. Hurts, right? And then that straight away is a barrier for them. They're like, oh, I'm not doing that again. Mm. So it's really, really important that when you're trying to teach someone heading, you start off on such a small scale with a soft football and be like, right, just connect on your forehead, bang, bang, bang. Because something hasn't been taught right during some sort of development with these players, whereas when it gets to the men's game, they won't attack it, mate. Mm. You know, they won't go... How many of our players, Shane, that we work with, they cannot head a ball? It's actually, like, really worrying. Well in the 90%. Like, bad. And, I, and mate, when I was playing, for Wrexham especially, heading, like, was such a big thing. Definitely. In those lower leagues. Massive. And, it's, it's again, it's fizzling out because of two things. You know, scientifically now, people are saying that peop- they're getting concussed and all this. But that's because, again, the process and the teaching of heading is not there. It's not there. Like, if you teach players how to head the ball properly with the correct size football, the correct, you know, softness on the ball, yeah, should be fine, mate. Mm. So when you get to men's football, where heading, let's be honest, is such a big part of the game, they're going to be lost. Definitely. So that's what I'm saying. It's like there's all these studies now saying that you can get concussion. Yeah, if you if you don't teach it properly and you don't use the right methods to teach it, i.e. soft football, the right size balls, and you don't want a 10-year-old heading a size 5. No. Because you're just going to kill his confidence straight away. Yeah, that's but it. But yeah. again, I don't think it's taught enough, and I genuinely think it's going to be at, like fizzle, fizzle out of the game. Mm. Fizzle out of the game as well, just like tackling. Yeah, you're not, you're not wrong when you say fuming, that. Fuming, sorry, mate, a fuming. It, it could be, uh, it could be um, become kind of non-contact in, the, in 20 years. I always think. I just think. What do you think football is going to look like in twenty years? I know. I constantly ask myself that question. Imagine it went non-contact. No, I wouldn't watch it. How the hell? Yeah, I don't. I don't well, know how. Don't know how that would even work. You get all these. You're gonna get all these people moaning about it. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Me. Anyway, but I, I'm. I'm with you. I'm with you. I think it is the tackling and heading is is a is a dying breed of people. Another one. Sorry, Shane. Another one I want to talk about as well. Go Just on, using then. personal coaching experience, right? Uh, you know, like, obviously this week on the programme yeah. is defending. Yeah. Right. Do you find, because you do, at the minute you're doing a lot more coaching than me, but obviously 
um, you know, before I had me, it was I was full on like, every day. Yeah. So you're doing a lot of coaching. I'm just still doing a lot of coaching. As soon as you mention to the kids, or if the kids know that you're do- not even kids, even older players, that you're going to be working on defending, straight away their body language and their Energy. whole demeanor is just like, oh my god. I know, yeah. And I don't want to like, do it, mate. It again. Going back to what I was saying, it's a worrying time for football because of social media has changed football for me a lot. VAR and social media. All players want to be a number 10, a wide player. Mo Salah, Ronaldo or a Messi. No one wants to be a defender, right back, centre half. Mm. No one gets a buzz out of winning a tackle, winning a header, keeping a clean sheet, doing a block tackle. Yeah. That, again, for me, is fizzling out of the game. But just going back from sessions we had this week... Like yesterday, when we were there, as soon as I mentioned to the players, I watched them closely. I said, today guys were working on defending. Everything to do with defending. I watched them and they were like... I know, yeah. And I'm like, guys, this defending is a massive part of the game. doesn't even matter if you're number nine. It doesn't even matter if you're an attacking player. You need to be able to defend. Yeah, yeah. But straight away, me and you are on an uphill battle there now. Because even without trying to coach them all the fundamentals, mentally, they're just not there. no. Really? That's just the attitude again. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, as you said, it's not something that we want you to do. It's like you just need to be able to defend as a player. Do you know what I mean? If if you're if you're there and you're you're willing to get up and train, you want to go to these better teams and you want to try and have a career in football, you just have to be able to defend. Do you know what I mean? And I think, uh, yeah, again, it's just it's just that mindset of people that just want to do, they want to. They want to go and do sh- just hit top bins or they want to do the most. Do you know what I mean? But again, yeah. that's such a small part of the game is like a shot in the game. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Whereas you're gonna you're gonna be defending one v one more than you would get a shot in the game and stuff like that. You know. I know. When you were saying that, I was just thinking about something. I was like, maybe, maybe have I been making mistakes on social media because we have such a large platform and stuff on Instagram and that. All you see on Instagram now is is top corner shots and. I'm a culprit of that because like Tom Owen said, you need eyes on your brand. Like I literally only post top corner shots and bangers and that because... Bangers and mash. Bangers and mash because they do well on social media and you want to continue to grow your brand. But maybe that's having a knock-on effect with these players because that's all they love doing. Do you know what I mean? Say you type in John of Football Online you go onto that page and if it's just you hitting whipping free kicks into the top bin then maybe it is giving a false like of what do you know what I mean but then obviously a lot of people know what we're about as well yeah you, our YouTube's got none of that well yeah, it's only yeah. a li- little snip I'm talk- more talking about Instagram like Instagram I'll post quite a lot of top onions but, on but, there but with your like obviously with your tactics with Instagram it's just about trying like that's the trying whole grow, it's yeah. trying to get videos to go like well, let's say social media that's all kids see Maybe I need to start posting a lot more defending clips, Shane. Yeah. More tackles, but more see, headers. See how they do, though. Eh? That they won't yeah. do as well as... as Bigger, what, yeah. Do you know they'll do mean? nothing. But maybe I just need to be like, right, for two weeks straight, I'm just going to post defending clips. Get people realising that it's important again. Tackles, mate. Me and you. Just get it on the field, Shane. Yeah, a little ball smash, in the middle. Just kick each other. Smash the shit out of each other. I remember... Uh, <laughs> they used to, I don't know how many bro- me older brother used to play this this game where I don't know what it's called it's like it's 50-50 and like one lad would start like two steps your lad would start and they just run and wallop the ball out <laughs> and I remember someone just like I remember telling the story his leg just went 
straight in half like someone's <laughs> gone over the ball and he just snapped his leg like an absolute broomstick and his leg just snapped and it's dangling everywhere no ways. but I, I know as a kid I used to love that like as a kid did you ever just I used to love being like mucky do you know what mucky means yeah like Sweaty like and muddy. dirty and like muddy, I, yeah. If I could go to the ground and tackle, I'd be doing Mundy. it. I'd be tackling. I'd be oh, just tackling right. myself. Like, do you know what I mean? Just to get in. Get like <laughs> just a little, just a little absolute trampoline touch so the next one's a tackle. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. love Second that. Second touch tackle. Love that. But um, I think we could talk about tackling, heading, defenders and all that all day. But mm. I wanted to get that off my chest because... And I'm going to clip that up, Shane, and put it on social media because it's proper doing my heading. Well, I reckon we should just put it out to the people and see what they think. Like, see, see what, what everybody else thinks on tackle, and see what they think on heading, and see what. Yeah, head to our podcast YouTube channel and mm-hmm. look at our beautiful faces. Let what guys, if if there's any other coaches out there or anyone football fans, anyone that's watching this, what do you think of like what we've just talked about there? Because yeah, I'm scared not... for the game. I am. Yeah, yeah. Like soft yellow cards, soft red cards, like. Let's talk a little bit about United Arsenal for the second Shane. Wait there, let's rewind there. What happened this morning at Liverpool? Oh, don't can we talk? No, no, no. You no, because I, 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 I'm no, gonna, I'm no, gonna no, lose uh, it. Uh, I'm gonna lose uh, it. Just, uh, no, just give us a little bit more. No, because I'll start hammering Tyson, Shane. So, you know. I was coaching, and then this morning I seen a halftime three nil. Oh, it's three nil halftime. Can we talk about it later, Shane? Please. No, no. It's, oh, do you want to talk about it later? Just a little bit later. Ain't getting on, away with it. Ain't it's getting gonna. Away. It's gonna make my piss boil, and I've got we've got other things to talk about. You All know right, what I mean? Right. All right, we're miles off it. I'll talk about it later. I, want, I just want to talk going back uh, um, a little bit about VAR, Shane. Did you mm. see the United Arsenal game? Yeah. Did you see that? Did you see how um, Arsenal Arsenal scored, and they got brought back for the foul on Ericsson? Yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Before I give my thoughts, but that's what I said. That's what I said to Jules this morning. Like. In real time, that's not a foul. When you slow it down, mm. you see there's a little bit of contact there, and then it's so exaggerated in slow motion that yeah. it looks a lot more than what it actually is. Do you know what I mean? I don't think it's a foul, but I think a lot of people are pretty pretty split on this now. Like some people, like some people you talk to, that think it was, and some people you don't. Do you know what I mean? But mm. again, it's just a, like that game's different that that goal goes in. Hundred percent, but. So I agree with what you're saying, like when you slow it down and all that. Here's where my issue lies with that. I thought it was a foul. When you slow it down in real time, I didn't think it was. So I, I totally agree with what you're saying there. When VAR comes in, you're like, ah, oh, it is a foul. But my issue with that and where it's going wrong, there's absolutely no fucking point in having the referee on the, on the field if you're going to bring it that far back for a foul. So what's yeah. happening with VAR is it's actually re-refereeing the game. Yeah. So what's the point of having the referee in the middle, Shane? What's the point of having linesmen? That's where I feel like football's going to go, by the way. Mark my words, there's going to be no referees in in the next 10 years, I reckon. You think? Yeah, I reckon it'll all be refereed without anyone in the middle. I think referees are going to get binned because it, there's evidence there. The referee seen it as not a foul... Bang, bang, bang. Maybe 30 seconds goes on, 20, 30 se- Goal for Arsenal. Yeah. United fans obviously start crying. Uh, the, the United players obviously start crying. Rightly so, because it was a foul. And they cry and they get... Don't give a shit if you think I'm biased, but they get so many decisions <laughs> that go well for them at Old Toilet. Yeah, yeah. And then 
what annoys me is that incident was ages ago. And they bring it back, and then obviously when you look at it, it is a foul. So then they bring it back. Yeah, I know. And I'm like, well, you're just re-refereeing the game there. I, yeah, 100%. I said, Lee, I don't know if we can dig, we'll dig this out of the archives here, right? But when VAR first came in, I said, the w- and I still, I don't know what you actually think about this, but I still think, uh, this 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 whole of like the stopping and starting and picking and slowing it down for all the decisions that's got to go. I don't think because it's too inconsistent because they're picking it for one. Like I'm just what like I watch Leeds obviously. We, we've we've been denied a penalty in pretty much every game this season, and not once has it have has it gone to a review. Like so, we're, we're, some of it got took down in the game and not no one went and looked. Do you know what I mean? Not, they don't go and look, but then it happens to us and the game stopped and the ref. So it's like. It's too inconsistent, but I feel like it's got to be like a system in place where the coach, like the, I don't know, like a challenge. What I'm trying to say is you've got like t- two challenges. So if if you feel like something's happened there that you want the VAR to step in, then you have to, do you know, flag that. Mm. Or uh, that's what I think. Something where it's what like what sport does that, Shane? Um, the NFL does it. Yeah. So a challenge is a challenge is something. So 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 if there's a penalty decision, it'd be like, I don't like that though. Yeah, I know. But that's gonna stop and start it even more. No, but not not if you, if you challenge it and you lose it, you don't get your challenge. Like you lose it then. Mm. So that, I, I don't know. There has to be some, or else just get rid of it completely. Is is another it's question? It's just too inconsistent. How many times have you seen when a referee has gone to the monitor and he hasn't give it? And he hasn't give it. Very rarely. I've not seen it once. No. So every single time the VAR has said, hey, referee, go and check it for yourself on the monitor, it's been given. But the they've never, ever stuck with their actual decision that they've gone on. But if you, watch, you, know I mean? the, if you watch the man or the, the ref on the Arsenal decision, he didn't want to give, he didn't want to t- go back on his decision. You could see he was hesitant to turn. That's what I'm saying. So when he goes there, who still makes the decision? Exactly. Is it the guys in the in the? God knows. But what I'm saying is, every single time they've gone to the monitor, it's always gone with what. What's the point in going to the monitor mm. then? What is the point in going to the monitor? Because I can't. I I can't think of one instant where they're like, "Now nah, I'm sticking with my decision." Yeah, no. They've never. Have, they, have you seen that or not? No, no. You're right there, Terry. Right I'm sticking there, with the decision that I went with in real time. I'm sticking with. It. They don't. They go. They like that. Nah, bang. Yeah, no. It's a penalty. It's a free. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm. I'm really worried for the game. Actually, Premier League is the biggest and best league in the world, and it is the decisions lately is a shambles, mate. No, it's crazy. It's so bad. It's crazy. So so bad. Anyway, F V A R. It's not V A R, Shane. It's still referees, mate. It's still people. V A R is human beings. It's it's not a thing. It's not an electronic or technical thing. It's still human beings that are making these mistakes, mate. But the, the lines and stuff for offsides are a technology oh. thing. Let, no, no, let's not start that. Let's not I start know. That. It, I think it's ruining the game. I really do. I, I I, think it does need to be way more extreme. Either use it, use it properly, or get rid of it and let referees and linesmen make mistakes. It, I, I, I think I'd rather, be at this stage, for me at this stage, the referees are embarrassing themselves. They've got all the technology there, and they're still getting it wrong. So just go back to human error, mate. 
Yeah, yeah. Unless you're going to use it properly and get it right, I'd rather go back to human error for sure. But I, I, I'm calling it now, just like you did there. That I reckon that could actually happen, what you said. But I'm calling it now. In 10 years' time, there actually won't be referees on the pitch and linesmen. It'll all be done. The top leagues, that is. Top leagues. It'll yeah. all be done with technology. But do you think just with, like, the ref would have to be on the pitch because if someone, like, someone could say something to the, do you know what I mean? Like, if I'm playing against you, like, and we're in the heat of I could just be, like, saying mad stuff to you. Do you know, the ref's got to somewhat be, like, in and around what where the action Maybe, is. Maybe, but they could, but they could, like, put... You never know, they could be mic'd up. Exactly. By the they could have mics all over the pitch. Yeah. So you couldn't Christ. even say shit to a flipping ghost. Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying, I think technology can end up taking over, Shaz. Talking about technology, what do you think of um, GPS in football? Oh, no. This is my rant, Shaz. Oh, this is your rant, This is, is one for my... Prof- All right, go I'm on. I'm going to look into the camera right now for this one. Right. Are you ready? Right, go on then. GPS trackers are a load of fucking rubbish. Oh. Full stop. That's a massive statement there. They're good for one thing. Hear me out. They're good for one thing. Pre-season... GPS. What? <laughs> They're good for tracking GPS. No. Pre-season, managing players' workloads. Yeah. Right? But here is where I'm saying they're a load of rubbish, and here is why it's affecting the game, especially at grassroots and the level that me, me and you have played at, right? Yeah. So I co- we coach a lot of young Matildas. Abby Lemon, shout out Abby Lemon, uh, trains with us. Done so well, by the way. She was Very working good. with us in MPL, and we are working a lot with her about technique. Our slogan at Jonah Football is technique above everything. So yeah. we really focus on players having good technique, right? And fair play to Abby. She got herself into the under-20s Young Matildas World Cup, right? And I was talking to her, and I was like, how did it go? Bearing in mind, they didn't do very well. They didn't get out of the group stages. Spain battered them. Yeah. In like, Spain battered them. And I said to Abby, how was it? And she just said, yeah, the Spain in particular were technically so much better than us. Um, and I was like, right, okay. And she goes, but one thing that was quite annoying was all the girls in the team and some of the coaching staff focus way too much on how far players have ran, who's covering the most distance in the game, who's done the fastest sprint. Really, yeah? Yeah. What? But, yeah, but bro, go back to when me and you played for Rydalmere. What was getting talked about all the time? Yeah. Who's covering the most distance? Who's ran the fastest? Who's working the hardest? Bruv, I'm sorry, but it makes me want to, like... Oh. Nate, no, no. Do you see where I'm coming from? I, I feel I feel exactly like... I, I feel... In that term, I feel exactly the same. I, I do think, as you said, they do have a little... They do have a part in modern football for, like, the, the sports scientists. The to, workload. To, to monitor stuff like that. Yeah. 100%. 100%. I said that. But I think when you put it into a game it's what you're getting there and that shouldn't be judged no do you know what I mean like for me that like you're running stuff that should that shouldn't be judged like because I could go out and run 14 kilometers a game and touch the ball five times does that mean I've had a good game no do you know so so why why is it it's just becoming more and more like involved and it's like this everyone is so like uh, what's the word like they're all caught up in it yeah they're they're, they're so like obsessed with obsessed with, with like 
my runs. If you if you want to you want to um, find out how quick you're running, why don't you just become a sprinter? Or do you know what I mean? Like, who cares about that? Bro, I, I'm going back to my Rydalmere days now, and, and like, it used to actually drive me insane. I was, oh, yeah. I was 32 years old playing at Rydalmere Football Club, right? Right the way towards the end of mm. my career. And the only thing I was getting coached on was how far I was running, yeah. how fast I'm running. I was wrong. Was nah, honestly, fuck off, man. I'm sorry, I know I'm swearing, Shane, yeah. but judge me on how many assists I've got. Judge me on how many times I've kept the ball. Judge me on, you know, how many goals I've scored. How well am I actually affecting the game? Not about how how much I'm running. Yeah. Like you could have a player that's ran 15k, but they've passed the ball out of play five times in a row. I know. Yeah. And then what's happening? This is what I'm saying is, coaches and stuff and players are getting caught up in it and like, oh, well done, mate. You ran 15k's, but you passed the ball out. To flipping Jimmy on sideline five times in a row. 100%. Mate, and that's what um, I was speaking to Abby about. She was like, all the girls are buzzing about who got the fastest speed in the game, who covered the most distance. And I'm like, mate, this is why I don't like GPS Would trackers. You? Judge my performance it, on what actually matters, which is goals, assists, clean sheets, how well I keep the ball, how often do I get on the ball, how good's my decision making. That's how, that's how you d- assess someone's game. Definitely. And then if you've ran a lot, then great. Mate, if you have someone like Zidane, do you think he ran flipping 15Ks a game or do you think he just dominated the ball and dominated games? No. Nah. Do you think when he dominated the game, they're like... Troll 15Ks Zidane. He's just standing in centre circle. That's what I'm saying and, and, and I've witnessed it as a player being at Rydalmere that they was just so caught up on who's running the furthest, who's working the hardest. Don't get me wrong, you, you have to work hard, Shane. Mm. That's a straight That's fact. A given, though. Don't worry, I'm going to get on to Trent Alexander-Arnold and work rate a little bit later on in the podcast. Oh, wow. But work rate is, mate, come on, work rate is a given, though, in football. Yeah. Mate, you got to work your, your socks off with the ball, without the ball. That's like, you could be three years old, you you got to understand that. Mm. But you judge your performance on what you've done with the ball or how well you, whatever position you are, how well you've defended or whatever. Mm. Overall, really... Not with how far you've run. No. But, bruv, I, GPS trackers, man. That's uh, interesting. Put them in the bin. That's interesting to hear Abby saying that, though. I didn't think... Uh. Well, I, I don't know the, the main truth, but she said that, that there was so much talk about that. Who's covering the most distance? And it just triggered something it, in me that it was it like that at Rydalmere. But it doesn't tra- It doesn't necessarily translate into having a good game. 100%. Not like you, like, so that's where I feel like the game shouldn't be... Like for me, it's way more. Na- you'd be way more feedback to say how many times did I get the ball? Like, like I'd had how my fifty-five touches on the ball. Yeah, I had eighty-seven percent completion. Yeah, I lost the ball. I had two, four dribbles, five six shots, tackles, two assists, stuff like that. How many killer passes did I play? That's way more valuable information than any sort of stat. On hundred percent. Do you know what I mean? How many effective passes did I play? Yeah, yeah. You know, but bro. Listen, and this is backing up my statement, right? It's actually like that at the top. Because I'm big on Twitter, right? Mm. Everyone's moaning. Hey, yeah. it, no, hear me out, Shaz. Lower rant on Twitter. Everyone's moaning about Liverpool have been outran in every game this year. Um, well, what do you expect? We're normally the dominant team in possession. And yeah. guess what, guys? The ball moves faster than players. 
So yeah. if you're a dominant team in possession, you're more than likely going to do less running in the opposition. Definitely. And exactly going back to my point that GPS trackers are a load of rubbish when it comes to that. They're only good for certain things. Tracking players work rate, pre-season. load, yeah. That's it. Bruv, that's what I'm saying. Everyone's like, oh my God, Liverpool have been outran in every game this year. Yeah, I agree. Some of our players are very lazy at the minute. Mm. So that is quite a worrying sign, right? But don't. That's not the reason why we're winning and losing games. It's not the be. That's not the be all and end all. Yeah, it is playing a factor because some of our players are very, very lazy at the minute. But this is what I'm saying, Shane. It's even having a, a knock-on effect right at the top. Yeah, and you're like, hold on. If Liverpool, <laughs> if Liverpool have been outran, that's because they're dominating the ball. That's it. Yeah, I think if you compare it to like your possession and then. The distance that you're covering, it, do, it will never add up. No, if Liverpool has 75% of the ball, the other team is just going to be running non-stop. Exactly. Like Van Dijk will stand on the half of the line. Do nothing. And just pass the ball side to side. Because they're playing the game. And, you know, yeah. I know what you mean. It goes back to my point where like people are looking at the wrong things. People are being, there's laziness. And then what do you want Van Dijk to do? 20 sprints. Mm. So pass the ball and then do... <laughs> Pass the ball and then do three sprints just to get his GPS yeah, tracker yeah. up. Like it's bollocks, man. But I do think though there is players that are lazy, and I think that's where you know, yeah, like you can look at it. And I think what, obviously what happened with United, remember, like they came in on the Sunday and they ran the extra. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, I feel like that was just because there weren't, there weren't. That was lack of effort. Yeah, that's why they're back in. It wasn't 100%. because do you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. There's like a difference between lack of effort and then. Lack of like statistics or, or whatever. I agree. If you if you're a coach and you are watching the game with your own eyes and you're like, my players are being lazy here. Mm. They're not pressing at a hundred percent. They're not doing what I'm asking them to do. My fullbacks are not getting back quick enough. They're being lazy. So yeah, yeah. bring them in and run them. Dude, you you didn't do it in a game, so now do it in training. Yeah. But don't define why you've won and lost just on that. Nah, it's, 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 it's gone race. crazy, it's a man. Football game, like, the game uh, of football. It's insane, but Shane, that, that was definitely one of the things I wanted to have a little rant about. Yeah, no, you got to have a chance, but I, I think a lot of people that kind of understand football would agree with you there. Do you know? Yeah, for sure. And you know, there's just people. I think that's the way. It's kind of sad to see, though. It's the way the modern game is kind of going towards. Is like a lot of play, a lot of footballers are they're trying to turn them into athletes yeah do you know what i mean and whereas do you know when we were coming through if you like if you're technically good no matter if mm. you look like a barrel or you look like a crane like your body <laughs> yeah. type it doesn't matter do you know what yeah. you're, you're a good player whereas now it's like you know people are judged kind of the way they look and the way they move and stuff do you know mm. like more so than if he can pass a ball 100%. or if he can dribble a ball unbelievable it's fizzling out of the game and I think football now is, and I think fantasy Premier League's played a big factor in this, but <laughs> it's all about stats now, Shane. Yeah, getting battered in fantasy though. Yeah, but... <laughs> I'm, I'm, you're I'm bottom of the league. I am miles off it, fantasy Premier League team. Still miles off it, guys, but isn't football all about stats now, Shane? It is, yeah. It's becoming, it's becoming very stats-like obsessed. Mate, I... I I think it was Declan Rice that, that, that did a great quote, I'm pretty sure, but he was like, the actual elegance and beauty of a footballer is fizzling out because they don't get enough goals and assists. Yeah. And he used Zidane as an example. 
And he's like, Zidane was just someone that would run a game, watch him play, and you're like, wow. Look at his touch. Look at how he beats players, hold players off. But he doesn't get many goals and assists mm. compared to maybe like a Salah. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Mate, Salah's gone back to like 2018, 19 player where his general play is pony. Yeah, yeah. And he's not getting many goals as well. So he just looks like a bang average player right now. Yeah. But again, because of social media, modern society, fantasy Premier League, you know, all the young kids that are watching football, players are now judged on stats and that's it. Yeah. Do you think do you think Pep Guardiola looks at running stats? No, I genuinely don't think. So I was does. I was watching I was reading something that he said again. Not exactly sure one hundred percent what he said, but it was like there's players that will never look good on this the stats like it's the stats sheet say, but they make his teams be be what they are. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like there's players that might be like ineffective if you look at the sheet. But they're the ones that kind of keep everything moving and the systems mm. moving. That do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like if you get, do you know, like I just come back to it. if you come off the pitch and you think you've ran this or like that's, that doesn't translate to a good game. No way. Do you know? Mm. I feel yeah. I just think yeah. Just, just to go back to the athletes and stuff. What do you think the way the modern football? Like, I think, I think, I think players these days are fitter, they're quicker, they're stronger than twenty years ago. Hundred percent. Yeah, sorry, I, I'm I'm smiling again, Shane, because I'm just on a rant today on the yeah, podcast. I'm so sorry. A bit angry you today, Shane. Got out the wrong side of the bed. No, uh, no, I'm not, Shane. Liverpool lost, obviously, fuming. But did you? I was did, already fuming yesterday. Well, just go back at that. Do you ever think? Do you ever get? Um, would you have a favourite side of the bed to get out? <laughs> no, I'm not. None of that shit. What about sleeping? Do you sleep on the same side? Nah. You sleep any side? Yeah. That's mad, then. Huh? Why? What way do you sleep? Do you sleep on your side? Or I your sleep back? on my back a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you love it, Shazia. Yeah, I sleep. Right, I, I always try to sleep right wing, like right side. Oh, no, who's calling me here? Someone's calling me. Sorry, guys. Hopefully that hasn't ruined the potty. No, it hasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I use my phone as a webcam, so... Interactive. Yeah. Um, guys, just going back to that, Shaz. You know, you're talking about athletes. There's definitely something that I need to get off my chest as well. Go on, get it off, Tez. I've got it there right on our on our screen. Speed means nothing in football if you don't have good technique and good game understanding. And Agreed. You agree with that, Shane? 100%. Mate. And that, again, going back to Zidane's and players that may not have speed but good technically it's so so important and, and and the reason why i got frustrated with this one and i'm happy to say it even though we coach them a lot and i know it's such a touchy st- subject because we live in australia and sydney but i got so frustrated watching the matildas the other night because they have so many players that are rapid but i this is just my opinion you know everyone's entitled to opinions but i just think so many of the players lack good technique like they get into good positions with great speed but I have no like a bit like Darwin Nunes bro yeah I am so worried about Darwin Nunes Shane from what I've seen poor is he I watch every single game Shane great movement great speed great athlete technically technically so poor bro is he yeah? touch his touch his finishing his finishing with his left foot oh my god I've seen better finish in Sunday league bro at the yeah. minute 
Like, I think that about Bamford. Yeah. Like, oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, move on. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying, though? But I just think it goes back to our motto, technique above everything. You, if, but, so just Look think at Kylian Mbappe, bruv. Yeah, yeah. World beater because he's unbelievably techni- technically good. And he's rapid. Rapid. And how good's his game understanding? Yeah, yeah. So if you have all three of them, you're going to be a world-class player, mate. 100%. Speed is something that is so hard to defend against. So speed's a gift that I just wish I had. 100%. But then I would, I'd never sacrifice. I'd never sacrifice a bit of technique for a no bit extra speed. I, I agree. Do you know what I mean? I always just think if speed and that, if people got, like when Usain Bolt tried to play football, like exactly he's, he's the fastest man on the planet exactly if it translates why isn't he the best player in the world because because it, it doesn't translate do you know what I mean Shane you just, that is the best example he's like a giraffe he's like a giraffe with the ball at his feet he doesn't know what to do <laughs> and, and but even then like uh, I know I remember he was out here in the Central Coast Mariners and he he plays like some of the um, the charity games and stuff which I was watching you know, yeah. like Live Ed or not Live Ed but whatever these charity games but even talk about the game, understand, he does not know how to use yeah. his speed. He doesn't know where to run, where yeah. where he can go. He gets himself offside. He doesn't, you know what I mean? And so technically, just, like, trampoline to... No, giraffe. Like, absolute donkey. That's it. You've just actually hit the nail on the head it there. Do, it doesn't translate in football. Things out, a big debatable topic with a lot of people, but I am going to stick to my guns till the day I go to my grave. You, you cannot turn an athlete into a footballer quicker than you can turn a footballer into an athlete. So what I mean by that is it football intelligence, i.e. someone that knows where the goal is, good technique to score goals, I feel like that is talent. You, It's very hard to teach that. It can be taught. Don't get me wrong. It can be taught. But I feel like that will take longer to teach than turning someone into an athlete. 100%. You can become an athlete like that in two months now. I've seen it with my own eyes with players like Gareth Bale, Neil Taylor, players that I've played with, built like an absolute stick, not very athletic, and then they go bang, they hit the gym, Shane, they build strength in their legs, in their core, they build muscle, you can go to sprint coaches, and then bang, all of a sudden, like Gareth Bale, what was he like when he first came onto the scene as a proper athlete? Yeah. And what, and what did he have to go with it, Shane? Takers proper tech like one of the best left foots I've ever seen live mm. you put that together bang so that was what I used to get frustrated with a little bit coaching at the institute they would rather have athletes because their philosophy is if we get a good athlete that can run we can turn them into a bowler I disagree with it's that wrong though it's I, no but I disagree with that you can make like obviously you can make players really really good Shane but some players just naturally have talent. So, yeah. you know, I should have been on me there the whole time. I'm having a rant. I'm, I've got it on you. Some players just naturally have talent. But that is so hard to teach. Like, I don't mean you do it every day. But it takes a long time, mm. doesn't it, Shane? Yeah. It takes a long time for them to become a baller. Like, unless they're doing it every single day, like a pro environment, it takes them such a long time. Whereas I feel like, that girl that banged in so many goals for us, we could have turned her into an athlete. Easy. Yeah. Put her on a gym program, make sure she's eating the right foods, uh, send her to a sprint coach, change her mindset and mentality to work harder, 
and you've still got all them goals and you get in your team as well. Yeah, no. But got rid of her. So that's like, I feel like that happens a lot, no? Yeah, it does. But that's why the 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 modern player, that's what they're, like we just talked about. That's what, it's it's all this obsession about running and, and what you're like, that sort of stuff rather than the the football side of football. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think what are your thoughts on that though, Shane? Do you think it's harder to, to teach someone to become an athlete or harder to teach someone to be like an amazing baller with good technique and intelligence? Yeah. No, uh, I'm, I think you're spot on. We do it every day. I've been doing it for 10 years. I, I think I think you nail it. I just think because like it's fo- we're playing football. Like you need to be first and foremost a footballer, like and and if if everything you're being taught is without the ball and working in like away from the ball, when the ball comes to you, what how do how do you use what you're being taught? Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. like I said about that speed. Like how can you like how can you maximize that sort of stuff with the ball? Uh, I just think I just think technically you just need to be like. You just need to be relentless with your technique, and if you don't have that, then I don't know. Just I don't think you should worry about the gym. I don't think you should be worrying about that. I think you, you need to master being a footballer and being good with the basics, like uh, Tom said in the last podcast or whatever. You just need to be like obsessed with the basics, good with the basics all the time, like relentless with 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 your technique, and then the other stuff that can come. Like yeah. you said, but I just think first and foremost, young players especially, don't worry about squatting and and stuff like that. Get your get the basics of what the game that you're actually gonna go and play. Because I ain't seen a squat rack in a football pitch before. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I ain't seen dumbbells in a football pitch. But don't know. Get me. I don't know. Have you? No. So no. what I'm trying to say is, to, but I have seen a football on the pitch. Yeah. So go and, go and be go and practice with the football rather than worry about that first I, I I definitely agree with you there Shane but I just think modern football now does require you to yeah. be an athlete as but well I just think the people though the way the way the, the way people are coming through like you don't really see I don't know just, I think it's just the, the natural like the people are a lot fitter now like the, like the world I feel as a yeah. whole is a fitter like um, yeah. society would you say yeah 100%. do you know what I mean like like there's not many people you don't see people smoking anymore you don't yeah do you know like drinking Especially is kind in Australia, of yeah. phased out like even even like the drinking culture in clubs that's not there anymore than it used to be so yeah. I think p- players are going to naturally be fitter and, and look more athletic do you yeah. know than the old days but yeah I just think yeah you, you don't hide it though don't hide that you, you need to get your your technique right before 100% I think just going back to Gareth Bale though he was an unbelievable footballer before he got massive in the gym mm. and became super powerful. But then when he actually did that, he became one of the best players in the world. Because he had both. Because he had both, yeah. Mm. So if you put the two of them together, but he, bang. He, he was so skinny when he first broke on the scene. 100%. And that's what I'm saying is, going back to like when I was at Institute, I I just feel like there's a bit too much emphasis on like trying to find runners yeah, and that. athletes. But and I think it, and and it takes a long time to become a baller, mate. We teach it every day. Yeah, I use Nathaniel as an example. Actually, no one will know who Nathaniel is, but he's someone that we've been coaching for how long, Shane? Uh, since I started, seven years. Like seven years, yeah. right? 
only now he's technically amazing. Mm. But how, you know, I, I'm sure he, he wouldn't mind me saying this, but how bad was he when we first started coaching him? Oh. But he, he looks a complete different person now. Like, like, he is a different person as he naturally grow older. But yeah. But yeah, like... Like I'm talking technically. Yeah, technically. Though. No, no. It's gone from like zero to to hundred. So Nathaniel, guys, it took just seven years though. Just to put it into perspective, Nathaniel's been with us for seven years, doing one session a week. That's one hour a week, right? Working on like technique, 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 technique. One hour a week, right? Only now I would say he's a proper bowler, and it's obviously showing because he's gone from grassroots football to MPL one. If anyone listening, that's like Sunday league to the championship. Yeah. He's gone up the ladder, but it's took him so long to become a bowler because he's only doing one hour a week. But this goes back to the point. What's got him up the ladder? Technique. So, so like, because he does, he's not, a, he's not a monster. Do you know what I mean? No, he's not fast. So, yeah. So it's like, that for me, that proves the point. 100%. Do you know? And that's what I'm saying with, with where, like... Where, whereas if, if Nathaniel was doing an hour of sprinting in a straight line for the <laughs> yeah. last seven years, would he be in MPL1 now? No. No chance. It'd be great if he had that as well. But, again, I just feel like there's way too much emphasis with GPS trackers and fast players, this, that, and the other. <laughs> it's losing it, Shane, no? I know. I, I, I also do think, though, we're quite old school. With our, like, we yeah. grew up in a different generation, don't we? But, bro, I watched the Matildas the other night. I, I don't want to... I love the Matildas, but I don't want to hammer them. I don't want to be that guy. No. But there's so many fast players in there, but no end product, bro. No no assist. Uh, that's no a, goal. No good strike. Nothing. I, I watched it too. And, like, if you clipped up how many times they got into the final Great third, positions, yeah. Like, they could have scored 10 goals first half. If if the execution and as that last final ball... Technique. Or, yeah. Well, hundred percent it is just technique, bro. And yeah, um, I don't know. I'd be interested if if they would agree with you, but surely you would just agree. Do you know? You think I could do better there, or maybe like that cross wasn't good, or I could have cut back there, or I could have played a pass there. Do you know? It's just there. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I think again going back to my Rydalmere days, right when we were there, or towards the end, you weren't there towards the end. Mm. I reckon I wasn't playing because they see they could see me as a player that couldn't run that much. Stuffed, yeah. I was miles off it, but <laughs> but you got fit though, bro. When yeah, I, did, when I was yeah. then. But the, my argument was every time they did play me, I either scored or assisted. Well, I've seen a few games, bro, I, and like you know? on the ball, we were the best there on the ball. But like, I don't think uh, uh, if you talk, I'll go back to that Pep Guardiola thing. Yeah, your stats might not have been, but what actually mattered was what you were doing. In mm. that system with and the that's ball. My, that's you know my that's my argument every yeah. time. Like the you know, don't get me wrong, I could have been a little bit fitter at Rydalmere and was a little bit lazy towards activation, warm up and all that. But <laughs> Dunks. I always concentrated on if I played, I'm gonna try and affect the game with like a good pass or a goal or an assist. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. how well am I on the ball? And that's what that's that's what frustrated me and and then that whole Abby Lemon thing talking to it just really brought oh, I just really Yeah, no, yeah really like it just annoyed me because there's too much emphasis on speed how fast the play is running like honestly we need to get off that topic I think, yeah no we're off it bro let's move on but, but I think I hope people can sort of a kind of, well, I don't really 
I loved it. I'm not saying I hope you can agree, but I'm sure some people out there agree with us. No. Do you think you do you think you're ever gonna take a, a manager's job? Got asked that about fifty times this week. From like asked to take a job? It's or? weird, yeah. No. I got asked by people, are yeah. you ever gonna be a manager? Like couldn't, it's become a more like you seen the the Arsenal documentary. They had a they had a like a development like a player development coach, see that guy when he sat down with Ben White? Yes, yeah. So, like, did they have someone that we're doing there? Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know like, what you mean. And I'm, he, I'm sure he's he's brilliant, but it's more and more like coming like into the clubs. Do you know what I mean? Like, as we talk about Christian Wilson at Crystal Palace, stuff like that. Anyway, massive. hopefully one day, bro. Massive. It's a massive part of the game, and we can honestly. I'm just backing us now. If me and you got chucked into that environment to do, you know, small group training or anyone that wants to do like what we do to improve technique or get extras, we'd smash it, bruv. Mm. We'd smash it. But it's not that hard. I think the players would, the players, would, like, like we got to be a footballer and I just know, like, when training finished, I'd love to be able to go and do, just work with a coach that would, do you know what I mean? How good would that be? Like, we used to just stay on the pitch like for an hour, two hours after just knocking balls between ourselves. Do you I know, used to the, love the, doing that. Everybody would walk. The managers would be gone. The coaches would be gone. Whereas imagine now you've got a coach where you just go in your like, in your groups or whatever. And even if it's you know one group a day, four six players, and you do that like forty minutes individual work, like that's that's invaluable. That's very valuable, no? Hundred percent, mate. And that would be my dream job rather than taking yeah, I know. the head coach role, Shaz. Um One day. One day, Terry. For some reason, my laptop isn't charging, Shane. I don't understand why. I'm on 7% battery. All right. It's not charging for some reason, which is quite frustrating. Don't need it's it. It's kind of just got that little symbol on there, but we have 7% battery, Shaz. There's a lot of other things that I want to uh, talk about where we've covered it, but have you watched that Wrexham documentary, by the way? No. Believe What's it on? Unbelievable. What's it on? I don't know. It's on uh, Disney, and... It's, it's unbelievable, obviously, about Ryan Reynolds, Ben McKenley that have took over. I'll get on it. I'm going to watch it. I'll watch it a bit. Unbelievable, Shaz, honestly. Need to get on it. Ryan yeah. Reynolds, I'm predi- this is what I was going to say to you. I'm predicting that Wrexham will be in the Premier League in the next 10 years. I'll bet, I'll bet you. $500. 500 Yeah. They're 10 years. Championship will take about four years to get through. Yeah. Five years. Okay, 15 years. Yeah. All right. 15. 10, 15 years, I feel like. Remember this podcast in 15 they're, years? They're, they're, the they're throwing money at it, bro. I know, yeah. Um, but the, the football eagerly is... Oi, the th- there's something I want to try, but I really, really don't understand why my laptop isn't charging. What do you want to try? I want to call Luke Tyson, and I want to call Ricky Woodward. These boys won't answer. Won't answer. Well, I don't know, I'm just looking at my phone here, Ricky's, I sent a message, but I had no, like, I've, I've, I've given the opportunity, but I had no response. No. I said, let me know, and then they've gone quite. The thing is, I don't want to call them, and my laptop goes off. Guys, anyone that's watching on YouTube, we don't have a mad fancy $20,000 setup. Nah. <laughs> As you can see on the screen right now, it's just full of wires, you know? Just in the office. In the office, me Whacking and Shane up. having a little chat about football, and that's how it works. But I'm trying to like close all the programs on my laptop, 
It's on 6%, Shane. It's like, can you see it there? It's like going down. Yeah, yeah. But it's all right, though. We keep it here because I want to show people that it's raw, you know what I'm saying? It's real, yeah. But I don't... Real and uncut. I really don't understand why it ain't charging the laptop or at least keeping it stable anyway. Let's give it a try. Oh, I reckon Tyson will definitely answer. Guys, I hammered Tyson the other day. Have you been talking to Tyson today? Yeah, yeah. I spoke to him on the phone. He's like, give me a chance. I want a chance to, to have my say. Just give a background on Tyson. You know, because he's a disgraceful Man United fan. Like Mark Williams, like Ricky Woodward, is it? He's no, such so, a disgraceful <laughs> Man United fan. Just rewind to about, what, four weeks ago? And after United lost to, um, to Brentford, Luke Tyson was went missing. Like there was posters up around the Manly area of looking for has anyone seen Luke Tyson, and now he's popped back up on the scene after Man United winning a couple of games. That is such a typical Man United fan there, if ever I've seen one. He honestly is. Ricky's not far up though. Is it not? How bad is it? Yeah, disaster. It is so bad. I've got a feeling what's draining the energy is that on the screen, Shane. So uh, we'll see if that actually works. So we're going to try and give him a call, Shane. Do you want to ring Tyson? Give Tyson a try. We're on five percent battery. Let's see. What got. Let's see what he's got to say. Do you want, yeah, yeah. Here we go. We've never done this on the podcast, guys. Here we go. You <laughs> <laughs> might. Oh, four percent battery. Why is he not charging? He doesn't want to come on, Lukey. Come on. Hey, mate. How's it going? <laughs> You're live on Tyson. the Joe Football Podcast. Can you hear me? Yeah. What have you got to say? You're live. <laughs> what, what have I got to say? Yeah, listen, first of all, no, no. I, the topics? No, I'll start off. Right? Welcome to the podcast, Tyson. It's the first time you've ever done a phone call, right? I know, you, I know you're crafting in work. Well, actually, you loved the little skies, didn't you, Shane? No. <laughs> He L- loved sitting in the van, Luke. He loved a little sit in the van, didn't he? Tys, I want to yeah. know what a three things actually. I want to know why you've only started supporting Man United now. They've won a couple of games. That's <laughs> that's question number one. Yeah. Uh, question number two is um, how come you never share anything I'll answer, on social? I'll, I'll answer them one by one then. Hey, we're charging. Shane's gone up to five percent. It might work now. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Ty. No, no, I want to get the questions in first, and then you answer them, you little rat. <laughs> so, question number one, I've already said that. Question yeah. number two, how come you never share anything about United when they lose? You'd only do it when they win. So, you and Ricky are a disaster. Yeah, how come you run out of credit when Man United lose? Yeah, you run out of credit when Man United lose. At least, you know, when... when when Liverpool lose, I'm still talking Can I about. I'm sure you know in the background I haven't shared anything about Leeds for six months. <laughs> 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 Go on, keep going. What's the question? And the third one is how come you're more obsessed with Liverpool than United? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Right, I'll start off. The first the first one for a fair few years slash months now. We've not had anything to cheer about, so what am I going to post about? <laughs> well, so it's just Liverpool then? That's fair, that's fair. Well, I've, and you never catch me post. I won't pass that post anything about Liverpool. I'll just message you and call you and all that type of stuff. <laughs> Disaster. I won't, I, won't, I, won't, I won't post anything about it. You're on, tw- you're on Twitter sharing, you know, United. Also, you're putting all sorts on Twitter about United. <laughs> I won't catch me putting anything on there. What? I keep quiet on it. 
Yeah, you are so we... quiet on on. Uh, you are so quiet on. I am on yeah. Twitter. But, but, but mate, we've had nothing to cheer about for a fair bit, have we? Let's be honest. That's fair. That's fair. I guess that's fair. Fans have to cheer about for a while. Yeah, that's Wrexham. That's fair. And then go on and answer the other ones. So, yeah, so the second one, why do I post about that? I don't post about Liverpool. No. I said, why don't you ever... Sh- uh, what was the question again, Shane? Why do you run out of credit when they lose? Oh, yeah, why do you run out of credit when United lose? Why do I... Uh, yeah. Yeah, I do, to be fair. I do go a bit quiet. <laughs> 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 and then the third one, you're obsessed with Liverpool. Come on. No, I'm not. That's That's... You, you, you boys have been the best in the world, arguably. Well, over the last three years, you clip say. this up, clip this up. Would you say that or not? Would you agree? No, we've been right up there, and it is weird because we can we can talk about Liverpool a little bit now, Shane. Yeah. But I said to my dad on the phone today, I and I said it to you, Tyson, when you called me, I was like, this team were two games away from winning the quadruple. Yeah, yeah. Last season, bar Mane now. Mane's the one that's gone. Well, Lukey. And now we're terrible. Lukey, do you reckon Liverpool are in crisis right now? Well, I felt like the, the, the Manchester-Liverpool game was a massive, massive... I think whoever won that game would have kicked on a bit and it went... Them games can go either way. And yeah. It's. I think that's a massive, massive... Uh, I don't think Liverpool in crisis. I actually don't. I think they'll come back. I think they'll come back. The players they've got are, are too good, but just from what I've seen, I watched only the second half this morning, but from what I've seen this morning was, you know, it's just similar sort of signs to what United have had for the last few years. Just players just not, not wanting it enough. Yeah, 100%. Did you see that clip I shared on my Instagram about Trent, Shane? Oh, you've been coaching, are you, Shane? Yeah. Did you see it, Tyson, about the first, the second goal I've today? It. I've seen it, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what... What, what was he doing, jogging? Like, but, the, but that's not just from this... The disgrace. That's happened, that's happened a couple of times now. You know, people have... People have clicked... They, they, they do sort of target certain players, but... Yeah. 100%. But, but like, it's... Um, it's definitely concerning times when, when, because it, yeah, when you see people, when you see players doing that, you can't win games doing that though, bro. Like literally, just walking chain. But it, but I think Luke's right in what he said. Where that's what Man United used to be like. Yeah, just very passive. Yeah, but yeah, d- well. just yeah. like they've given. It gi- wasn't one or two players. They're giving up though. They're giving up was, quite easy. It was the whole team. Yeah. Time. Well, listen, I, I'm sick of you and Ricky and the lads shit doing me head in, Ricky. Has Ricky been on? No. Nah. I'm thinking of giving him a call. He's he's a disgrace here, Minnie. Ricky. Disgrace. Uh, you two. Oi, I reckon I, you two listen, like... Listen, like, like you said, you know, these the years have had a good few years. But before it, Lukey it, it got... Swings on, it swings on roundabouts. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's football, though. That's, football. That, that's why we love it. Yeah, Lukey. I know. United, they're looking good, to be fair. Like, they're, they're on the... They are looking better. But, I don't say anything about Man United because, as we know, football. Oh, sure. Very, very, it can change very quickly. Yeah. So ready to go back under your rock, too, are you? Yeah. I don't want to get too carried away, you know what I mean? And that's what I want to say to you and Ricky. I'll always support Liverpool whether they win, lose, and draw. I won't go under my little rock like you two do when the United <laughs> well, has been shite for yeah, the last eight there's years. No, no, there's no such thing. Yeah, if, if that rock, if you come out when you win. <laughs> 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 oh, Lukey. Before you go, where do you reckon Man? Where do you reckon um, Man United are going to finish this season? 
If you had to, if you had, I, if you had to put your, I don't want to, I don't want to get too. If they play the way they're playing at the moment, I honestly, for me, I, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going top four the way they're playing at the moment. Oh, big shout! It's, I, I, yeah, I know it's a big shout, but I feel like there's teams just starting to. The last, the last couple of games, the way they've played is. It's good signs, to be honest. But like we know, it can change very, very quickly. Yeah. But I, I, I feel like if they play the way they have the last, the last few games, and I'm, I'm going top four. I'm going confident. I'm definitely going top four. If, if, uh, if you would have asked me this about four weeks ago, yeah, I wouldn't have told you they were getting four. in the top ten. Bottom to be honest, four, yeah, yeah. that's funny, that. Oi. Yeah, but yeah, I'm. Going